Hey, happy Thursday to you here on Overtime on 106.7 The Fan. Here with you until uh, 9 o'clock. We will have our buddy Fred Smoot coming up at 7. Maybe Ben Standing from the Athletic DC. He was at the Senior Bowl. He's headed back. He's had flight issues. Sorry to hear that. So if we get him, we will talk about, obviously, the senior quarterbacks. A lot of love this week for Malik Willis out of Liberty. Mike Tomlin's favorite player, it sounds like. So what that may mean to the draft board and obviously what's going on with Washington football. And, you know, of course, this is the day after the big reveal. We were here last week, told you, you know, look, uh, we were buying into all the uh, internet sleuthing that it was going to be commanders. And, of course, you know, that came to fruition yesterday officially. And, you know, as everybody uh, within the organization wants to go on to the next chapter and let's uh, turn the page, fresh start, all this good stuff. Unfortunately, uh, a week ago, I, I told you, I didn't know if that was going to be so clean as everybody had hoped because of what 2-3 was, which was the congressional uh, roundtable with the workplace, uh, you know, toxic environment from the old Washington Redskins, Washington uh, uh, days, and, and how that was going to go over and what that news would bring out today. And obviously brought out a lot of news. It has brought out a new apology from the owner and some denials as to some of the things that were said today. There's a new allegation directly pointed at the owner uh, in terms of sexually harassing a former employee. And we also have a new statement from the NFL that sounds completely different, like so many of the other statements that said, you know, we've appropriately handled this. We've, uh, you know, Washington's been fined $10 million and, you know, they've been told, you know, don't do this again or whatever else they've said in the past. The statement within the last hour from Brian McCarthy, um, who, of course, works right with Roger Goodell, right in that office, says the NFL is reviewing and will consider Ms. Johnston's allegations. This was the lady who spoke today, uh, as we would any other new allegations regarding workplace misconduct at the Washington Commanders. Obviously, this was prior to the Commanders, but anyway, same people. We know that. We'll determine a further action is appropriate. Uh, more from Brian McCarthy. This via Mark Maskey's tweet. Today's testimony underscores that all employees deserve workplace that is free of harassment of any kind and where you feel safe reporting misconduct. He also want to say we're grateful to the witnesses who, again, demonstrated the courage for sharing their painful experiences. And I'll say this. I watched this today. I listened to this today as much as I could while uh, doing some other things. And... It was powerful. I mean, it's powerful. It's different when you read these Washington Post uh, reports and, you know, in the past and not say they didn't have, you know, a lot of like emotion involved to them. But when you hear the actual people speak about their experiences, the, the women that are were involved here, uh, it's much more powerful. The voices, their reactions. Um, uh, I think it's different. And, and just talking to some people today that uh, were watching as well and texting with them, they, you know, felt the same way. I mean, there's there's more to this, obviously, when you see it from the people when they speak. And um, again, this new thing I just heard about this last night watching or listening, excuse me, to the Real Sports podcast, where Tiffany Johnson, former employee, made allegations against Dan Snyder directly at this roundtable today. She described an incident um, outside of his limousine. And she said the only reason... Um, you know, he said, first of all, the only reason Dan Snyder removed his hand from her back and stopped pushing me towards his limo is because his attorney intervened and said, Dan, Dan, that's a bad idea. Um, well, what's interesting today is this employee um, also sent in a letter, Jason Friedman, and corroborate, corroborated, easy for me to say, um, Timothy Johnston's story. So this person was there, the eyewitness, who was part of this, uh, corroborated the story today. 
So now, you know, the ball's back in the NFL's court. And look, I, I get it, and we heard a lot of this today. And by the way, this is a great example of the dysfunction of government in this country is listening to this and watching this thing today, you know, the bipartisan BS that we put up with. This is why I hate both parties. I don't belong to either one of them. Um, and I really have a hard time staying engaged in a lot of things, politics, because I, everybody's just out for themselves. And just a little side commentary, this was never meant to be a profession. This is supposed to be public service. This is supposed to be your one and done term. The problem with this is it's become a profession, and these people have people in their pockets, and most of them are corrupt. But anyway, I digress. Let me get back to my point about today. When you got past the little bitching about why are we here, what are we doing here, we should be doing this, we do that, like you can't, as one of the gentlemen said, is we can walk and chew gum here, believe it or not. You can deal with more than one problem in the world uh, at a time. And here's the thing about the NFL, Major League Baseball, and others that have been embarrassed by being pulled up on the hill. They all have little special tax breaks they get. You know, they don't have the full-blown antitrust that baseball has and enjoys, but they do enjoy some breaks, right? So, you know, if they say show up here and be serious, you should show up there and be serious, right? If they ask them to do that. They haven't done that yet, but if they do, they sh- you know, they, they will have to do that. Much like baseball had to do when they got drug up there and were embarrassed. And granted, the steroid situation is a little different. There was a trickle-down impact of what was going on there because obviously, you know, there's people using steroids in the world, right? Right? There's people that are kids, right? They look up to these people that that were involved with the PEDs because, hey, their favorite athlete was doing it. He was cashing in, making a lot of money. So I understand why that was a little different of a situation than this one. However, the NFL may have more than just this Washington football situation to answer to as to why they never released the report, which is the whole thing this is about. It's just like release the report and just show transparency. That's all these, uh, you know, people were asking for. All these women were asking for. Uh, is just release the report. That's all we want you to do, NFL. That's all they were really asking. They could have saved themselves the trouble and released it in the offseason, you know, and we would probably be past this. But instead, because they have been so secretive about it, even though you've got all these other situations where they've gone over the top to give you everything, right? They've given you absolutely everything. Uh, you know, when it came to the PSIs of Deflategate, um, the Ray Rice thing, of course, when they finally found the, the video that was, you know, missing, um, you know, that was under the copy or whatever it was, until, of course, it was released and everybody else saw it, and then they go, oh, whoa, 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 we're going to go back and rejudge that situation. But they've done other things, right? Spygate, oh, wait, they burned the tapes there, too, but you know what I'm saying. They've done a little bit more for each thing. They put out reports, didn't put out a report for this. They got an, you know, they said they got a royal report from Beth Wilkinson and her crew. And, again, this is what has angered a lot of these people who put themselves you know, as they say, in danger uh, for retribution or, you know, and, and to relive these painful moments, what they're saying that took place. And, you know, in the end, the NFL's like, well, we're just doing it. And then they use them as the scapegoats, right? Roger goes, oh, we're, we're not going to do it because this would put these people in danger, which is complete crap. You can redact their names. I mean, it's very simple. It happens all the time. But anyway, they didn't do that. So here we are today with this. And, you know, some of the folks that were involved – on certain side of the aisle, took it seriously. The other side, eh, we're going to make our point and use our three minutes up to bitch about other things. And, you know, again, it's just like, if you're here and if you're on this committee, you knew this day was coming, at least do a little research. Like, there was one uh, of the people on this on this panel today, this Congress, well, in this case, Congress person, it was a Congresswoman, who was thinking, who incorrectly said, well, the Washington owner has been, or owners, as she said, have been indefinitely suspended. Uh, no, not not true. Matter of fact, Roger Goodell says there's been no suspension. There was none of, none of that happened. There was a fine. There was a fine. The owner had stepped aside to go work on the stadium. 
But there was no suspension, no indefinite suspension on record that anybody knows of. So, you know, hello. Feel free to do your homework on something you're going to do today. Now, they did do their homework on attacking, you know, the one man, uh, Brad Baker, who was there today about some old tweets of his that weren't very nice. But that I thought that was fascinating uh, to just go that low on uh, <laughs> this hearing. is like, really? <laughs> Is that what we're here for? So we're gonna attack the we're gonna attack the people that are are up here testifying. Oh, okay, that's nice, right? I mean, I guess I, I you know if you're ever going up to the hill, do your research on who's talking just in case they come after you. Make sure you got some goods on them too. My God, I mean, I'm listening to this. I'm like, are you kidding me? But that happened. I mean, this whole thing again was it was you know the Keystone cops at times, and it was ugly. But the big part of it was there was new information, new allegations about you know, Daniel Snyder, that now it sounds like the NFL will take a look at. Now, what will come of that? Will there be another hearing? Will be there more? Will this be more like the Major League Baseball steroid thing? I don't know. But I do know this. It's been a really sucky week for the NFL. The Flores stuff is bad. Um, you know, beyond the racism that I, I don't think we even should say appears that is going on in terms of hiring. I mean, hello. I mean, are we all stupid? I mean, let's, you know, be honest with ourselves here. And I know a lot of people get very uncomfortable when you do this. Um, but it's truth. I mean, I'm saying this is a white guy. Um, and then, of course, you have the other allegation that came out of this that was like, like I think a lot of us understood this watching the Dolphins, that they weren't trying to win. Um, but the fact that they actually may have put a dollar figure on it, pretty big deal, especially for a company that is now deep in bed with gambling operations, right? Like everybody's got a sports book in their team, right? Everybody's, hey, gambling's legal. Hey, we got the lights on, so everything's cool. We're all making money. Uh, but yeah, you know, so he's telling you, here's bonuses for losing. So if they want to really just, you know, pull one over on the NFL, they could bring the Raj up there for that and, and everybody and, you know, talk about all these things at once. I, and I don't know. And again, the trouble could have been avoided by just releasing the report initially but they didn't do that and now here comes more and who knows if we're done i mean i don't know where this is going and look i'm with you know the idea of hey you know yesterday was supposed to be a fresh start you know it's good let's talk about quarterback one let's talk about the new stadium let's talk about actually winning and you know being a success but man this stuff it's not going to go away and here's the thing it's like i get it they've done a lot of great things to clear out some issues but you know, again, until people feel like there has been some retribution to the person that owns a franchise and maybe was directly involved with some of this stuff, it's not going to go away. And that's what people have to come to the realization of, whether they want to or not. That's what they got to come to the realization of. So, ugly day there. And, of course, I was really thrilled to hear about the one guy who had to tell us the story. And, of course, he was from the South somewhere uh, about why he quit watching the NFL because of the damn people kneeling. <laughs> And then they took this owner away in Carolina and all that, you know. It was one of these other guys. And then, you know, meanwhile, hey, thanks for your stories, ladies, but there's nothing we're going to do for you was was the big message from a former particular side of this group today that got together this roundtable uh, discussion. I don't know. You know, I, I can't believe the amounts of money <laughs> that some of them pay in the tax breaks they get to do the job they do. And they came so ill-prepared for what they were supposed to do today. Whether you thought it was a good idea or not, you're on the committee. It's on the damn list of things you have to do today. Suck it up. We all do things at a work we don't like. Unbelievable. These people that we vote in. God help us. <laughs> 
Luckily, you know, I'm at the other part of like the lifespan where I don't have to be as dependent on these as some of the youth of America do. All right, we'll uh, we'll talk about something that's I, I think that is missing today from again the release. We'll read you Dan Snyder's release here in a moment as he goes into more detail, maybe than he ever has before. But again, where I think they're missing the mark when it comes to how this thing has been handled from the team perspective. And, you know, moving forward, it, it may be completely out of his hands if you listen to some of the NFL's uh, statements tonight uh, from Brian McCarthy. And we'll uh, get the Fred Smith at the top there. Yeah, we'll get the jerseys, the logo, the crest, and the stadium, and all the, all the fun, easy, light conversation at that point. But uh, we do need to spend some more time on this. It was only the second story on SportsCenter tonight. But uh, we'll get to that straight ahead. Scott Jackson with you here. It's overtime on 106.7 The Fan. All right, welcome back. Overtime. Scott Jackson with you here on 106.7 The Fan. All right, we'll get to the fluff uh, coming up at 7 with uh, Fred Smoot of the jerseys, the logo, the crest, the stadium future, QB1. Um, obviously, we're talking about the Hill stuff today with the commanders. And, and also, we'll talk about the burgundy colors. Like, is the white jersey really match the burgundy jersey? Jason Wright explained that today on the Kevin Sheehan Show, and apparently it does. And it might just be the optics of the dots that make it difficult to tell i don't know i i feel like that white jersey looks like a cardinals jersey we'll talk about that later all right so dan snyder after all this stuff came out today uh you know on, on the at the round table um sent out this statement through his um firm that says i guess a pr firm or it's the, the person who handles this stuff says that i have acknowledged and apologized multiple times the pastor misconduct that took place at the team and harm suffered by some of our valued employees. Apologize again today for this conduct and fully support the people who have been victimized and have come forward to tell their stories. In response to learning about the incidents like these in 2020, the team on its own undertook the revamp of its policies, procedures, and personnel. Real change has been made and employees of the team have confirmed vast improvement in team culture over the past 18 months. While past conduct of the team was unacceptable, the allegations leveled against me personally in today's roundtable, many of which are well-aged over 13 years ago, are outright, outright lies. I unequivocally deny having participated in any such conduct and in any time respect of any person. Tanya and I will not be distracted by those with contrary agenda from continuing with the positive personnel and cultural changes that have been made uh, at the team over the past 18 months and those that will continue to make uh, both on and off the field. All right, so I, I talked about the power of like seeing the person and the emotions and hearing it in their voices today, and, and I feel like this is where they've flat out missed uh, with the, you know, apologies and accepting responsibility part of this thing. Um, Dan Snyder, uh, his his wife did the Adam Schefter podcast, you know, where people were really critical of her because she talked about how tough it's been on her family. And I don't doubt it probably was embarrassing and tough on her family and her kids. I'm not saying it wasn't, but you know, it was kind of like that comes off a little tone deaf because you have people here that obviously their lives and their trajectories of their careers are, you know, severely impacted by what they went through and they're still dealing with some trauma. Um, however, you know, in his case, and I've been saying this for years, I, I can't remember the last time he did a sit down interview. I mean, he literally, I couldn't tell you, maybe it was one with Chick Hernandez and NBC Sports or with CSN back then. I don't know. Hell, it might have been home team sports. It was still a long ago. I, I don't remember. But it was with Chick. I remember it. Um, you know, and they were team partners. So it was a smart place to do it. And I, I don't really don't care who he does it with. I'm not asking him to go get grilled by somebody on 60 Minutes. I, and I don't really care. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's, you know, if you want to do it 
uh, within, you know, again, they have the team broadcast. You want Julie to do it. I think Julie would do a fine job with it. She'd ask all the right questions. Your chance to put your voice to it, you know, show show those emotions. If you, if you really feel bad, show that. Like, show it in, in front of a camera. People want to see that stuff. They want to believe you. I mean, you know, people care about your franchise that buy tickets, and some of them are turned off to the point where they won't. So, I mean, I think that's what's missing here. Whoever, you know, the PR firm that, that you know, is handled is, is blowing it. I mean, you got to do that. I mean, Gail King, I don't care. I mean, whatever. I mean, just pick somebody. You know, it doesn't mean be local. It could be national. And Craig Melvin is the NBC thing. I'm talking. He's one of your ambassadors. I mean, I you know, whatever. Just do it and, you know, be straight. Say you're sorry in front of a camera and with, you know, audio and mean it and own it. And, and deny, deny, if that's if that's the case, if this is BS and it's not true, deny in front of the cameras. I mean, that's that's the way to play it. I just think putting out statements, it just it doesn't come off well. It doesn't. And it's unfor- you know, it's it's not gonna help change anyone's mind. And I think that that should be what happened. And I get it, you know, he feels like he got burned in the past on I guess his real sports back in the day and all that stuff, but that's a long, long time ago. And and that's been a long stretch of not you know, communicating, you know, the transparency and all this stuff that other owners have done and tried to do in this town, um, it plays better. I mean, you know, Ted Leonsis, when he was straight with people, helped himself. Like, he admitted, like, I screwed up with the caps. He put it out in a, in a blog, right? People loved it. They ate it up. I mean, just communicate. Straight out, you know, not just these, you know, yesterday, hey, we had new uniforms, you know, make funny joke. That's great. But you, you got to sit there at some point. It's got to be done. Really does. And now I don't know if it can be, quite frankly, because the NFL, again, if they're going to reinvestigate this, and they probably like say you have the right to remain silent, and maybe you should at this point. I don't know. But maybe that moment has been missed at this point. All right. We'll get to the jerseys, the logo, the color. And do the colors match? I'm not sure. We'll get back to this investigation stuff. Ben Standing is going to join us later uh, if there will be another round from the Athletic DC. And he's also back from the Senior Bowl. We'll touch on some of that stuff with Ben around 8 o'clock. All right. Coming up, we will uh, get with Fred Smoot. He was Team Red Wolves. How does he feel about commanders? He was one of the commanders yesterday with a cool new jacket on and the cars to match. We'll uh, get his take on that. Scott Jackson with you here on Overtime 106.7 The Fan.